you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was fine. I had a three-day weekend. I was off Friday. Just a mix of errands and chill time. Mm-hmm. Nothing major. I binged Big Little Lies. A lot of people have been talking about that lately. But I feel like it's been on for a couple seasons, right? No, it's just the second season. Okay, a couple, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, a bunch of people have been talking about that lately. I thought I said I might give it a gander. Well, you know, I have access, thanks to a friend, to HBO. And I thought... Let me just see what else is on there while mm-hmm. I got access. Okay, okay. And I thought, why not? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Euphoria. I don't know if I like it or not, but you want to know what's going to happen, so you keep watching it. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. Okay. Um, my weekend was good. I went to the Baltimore Comedy Factory to see Afion Crockett uh, with some friends on Friday. Um, then Saturday, I went to brunch with my long sister for her birthday, and then hung out with the same friends again, um, to celebrate Sharice's certificate that she, well, the test for her cert that she passed. Um, so I was out in D.C. most of the day yesterday, and then today, I just hung out with you in the water and things, and had our... Our picnic. <laughs> I have a pool, guys, in my backyard. I just got that done. <laughs> you know, it's small, but it does the job. <laughs> yeah, maximum occupants three. <laughs> Unless, and that's if you chunky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If we were smaller, maybe four. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe four adults. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, what's happening in the media? I don't know. I don't feel like I was in the loop as much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just didn't hear about that much. Mm-hmm. It could be a mix of the two. Yeah. So, first of all, like you just told me, Little Nas X has a remix to Old yeah, Town Road another one. with Little Hank Williams. Is that the yodeler's name? Yeah. That's a young thug. Yeah. So that's the new one. Haven't mm-hmm. heard it. I will. I like it. Um, and hopefully it just keeps going. I read something that he had like a couple more weeks and he would hit like diamond or something like that. Yeah. So I certainly think it could. Yeah. And I'm hopefully sure. it does. I mean, people still rolling with it. Moving on. Just an honorable mention. I won't take too much time. But Diddy kind of was on Twitter like, should I do another making the band? Mm-hmm. Personally. I would be curious how it would be done in these days when, like, social media is more... Sometimes I feel like it ruins everything. Yeah. It was much purer. So I do wonder. But I used to love making the band. Absolutely. It was such an entertaining show. Yeah. And even though these groups did not last... <laughs> Some of them had a good run. And, you know, there's always this talk of, like, the bad boy curse. Yeah. The thing that I don't think anyone can deny is... He can make some quality albums because, like, when people were signed with him, it was hits. Yeah, Danny Kane, Danny Kane, they took like they had hits. Yeah. I have their albums, mm-hmm. 
and love their music. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I would love to see another making a band. Um, and please put the old seasons on Hulu or something because <laughs> sometimes you want to watch it. Yeah. And if you do it, do it right. Lorianne Gibson yes. needs to be there, boom cat. <laughs> She's a judge on um, So You Think You Can Dance this season, and I'm loving it. I just wonder. I just wonder if he like if he do it. Mm-hmm. You got to get all the key players yeah, back because that her. was the whole boom cat, boom boom boom, and they would do like <laughs> the sound effects. Uh-huh. <laughs> the yeah, best. She's a gem. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, R. Kelly mm-hmm. is was arrested in Chicago on federal. Sex trafficking charges. So we got some more charges. Mm-hmm. They his ex employees handed over like twenty different tapes mm-hmm. with children, young girls, and all I have to say is, you know, it's they. It takes time, and ain't it certainly don't move as fast as I like it to either. Right. But all of this stuff, evidence, is all just helpful in the end. Mm-hmm. Um. And after all this, he need to be put under the jail, okay? Pretty the tapes, much, because he got federal, got state. He, he got, got state it. charges, federal charges. We got over 20 tapes. He, and it's not 20 tapes of one girl. It's yeah. different he basically underage girls. Life. Clink, clink. Right. Okay? <laughs> Clinkity, clink, clinkity, clue. I've had enough. <laughs> and that is enough. So what did get a lot of... I don't know, conversation, mm-hmm. outrage, etc., mm-hmm. was an interview that Jermaine Dupri did to on um, women rappers. And he was basically, long story short, ignorant. But. He feels like, you know, they all rap about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he made a reference that it's like strippers rapping. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the internet responded. Right. And so the one thing I want to say is because... A lot of people, once again, I'm surprised at women, but man, okay, to be like, I mean, I see no lies, though, I see no lies, and the thing is, are like, y'all being sensitive is his opinion. Here's the thing about opinions. We all have one. So if he wants to say his opinion, everyone has the right to respond to it. Mm -hmm. So that whole notion of relax is his opinion is, no, no one has to relax. They're just sharing theirs now. Right, right. And so, respect it. Right. And that's why I don't get, like, you can respect something even if you don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, for me, I can't, Mm -hmm. depending on what the conversation is. But something like this, that is his opinion. Mm -hmm. I think it's ignorant. Mm -hmm. But he want to think that, so be it. Yeah, I definitely think it's ignorant. And I don't think it's based on fact of him knowing about all... No, I think it's based off of... Megan Thee Stallion, The City yeah. Girls, and Cardi B. Yep. And the reason I say this is because they're all very popular, mm-hmm. and they're all women who, um, one, they rap about a variety of things, but yeah. they do rap about their bodies and mm-hmm. getting money, and um, I feel like they rap like men. Right. Period. <laughs> and there's never a problem with men talking about Tricking off girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that some men don't like it is because men never want to be put in that position. Facts. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so it's like, get over your own ego. But anyway, I don't agree either. But I just get over the whole, like, y'all need to relax. No one needs to relax. <laughs> if they don't like what you said, they don't they like can, what you said. If you don't it. see nothing wrong with it, then whatever. Right. right. So a lot of um, people spoke out in a lot of women in the industry. You had Trina. You had um, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of rappers. Ari Lennox, just artists, women artists, period, coming out to say how wrong he is, to talk mm-hmm. about plenty of artists who rap about plenty of things. Mm-hmm. And in response to that, he's doing some sort of women's cipher, which is yeah. to me, like I've heard a lot of feedback, it's like, you're not apologizing what you said, you're yeah. not acknowledging that you're like, you know, I was wrong. There are a lot of women in the industry, yeah. I didn't know everything, now you want to do a cipher and basically capitalize off of, what you off of the negative wrong. things that you said. Right. And so, I'm sure people will participate because they feel like this is a shot for them. Yeah. So, I get it. Yeah. But I almost kind of wish nobody would participate. Right. Yeah. Because a quick Google search would, what you would have seen you. the so, many women who are in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, people can rap or sing about whatever they want to, mm-hmm. for one. Right. And there are plenty of male rappers, and there are plenty of them all have the same type of messaging. Oh, and no one says anything to them. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. shut it. Mm. And the last thing I want to talk about, because we didn't even talk about it, but I wanted to talk about the whole, like, city girl, city boys, mm-hmm. city girls, hot girls, so many different <laughs> ones. But I really want to say, one, I think it's fun. Yeah. So I think some of the, like, memes and stuff like that is funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on a serious note, I would just say, the city boys, y'all don't need a title for what y'all do 24-7. Because y'all been doing it before. That's the whole reason that Hot Girl Summer was even created. Because it was a response to what they've been doing. So y'all just saying the city boys thing. It's y'all doubling down on what y'all been doing. All y'all time. trash. Y'all been trash. <laughs> it really... Y'all just can't stand to see... Y'all can't stand to be left out. That's how I feel. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, like, wait a minute. Don't believe me. We're here too, city boys. Like, whatever. <laughs> And then on top of that, with the whole, like, people are like, what's the hot girl summer? What's the city girl summer? I feel like you should draw your own conclusions, man. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you do. I mm-hmm. feel like it is fun. I still think city boys are just nigging, and y'all been doing that since the beginning of time. I don't right. really feel like this ain't a city boy summer. It's right. city boys, true life. This is my life every day, all day. Right. When it's cold, when it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Megan Thee Stallion, like, she says something like it. It's whatever you want it to be. But, I mean, let's be real. It's about, you know, being you, wearing what you want, dotting, doing whatever you want all summer long, and shoot, and beyond. Um, That's what it's really about to me. But, you know, some people try to make it fit their narrative. And that's fine, too. You know, do you? That is fine. But that wasn't the basis of what it was. And I think, like, let's stick to the what it was. <laughs> and enjoy that. And, like, women that don't be like, oh, I'm studying Hot Girl Summer. No. That's, <laughs> that's not exactly. Hot Girl Summer. Because some, I've seen some was like, Hot Girl Summer is paying my bills. Girl, that's all year. Um, what you... Um, Unless you're paying your bills with somebody else's money, then cool. Then that's hot girl summer. Somebody said, hot girl summer, paying my bills, growing spiritually. I was like, sweetie. That's right. That's all year, girl. I hope. I feel like, okay, if that's what, I'm just like, I don't feel like that's hot girl summer. I feel like 
it's fun. It's you just kind of living they, your best life. You just don't want to get left out. <laughs> like, that's all that is. But that's not how girls are. You know what? If you're not a hot girl, ain't nothing wrong with that. And that's the thing. People won't, don't want to get left out instead of just being like, oh, I'm not part of hot girl summer. FOMO. That's fine. Just be like, no, nah, I'm not with it. That's cool. And that's not you downing anybody that is being with it. Like, just do you. I think I need an official instruction. I've seen several <laughs> different tweets, memes. I'm confused. <laughs> and next summer, because I don't think I did a hot girl summer. Yeah, no. Um, Me either. I don't think I had one at all. I mean, <laughs> me? we're about halfway through. <laughs> I certainly could turn it up, but knowing me, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I I think, you know, I need more money to have a hot girl summer. So maybe next summer. No, you need men to pay for your stuff. Well, I ain't got that this summer either. So maybe next summer. <laughs> I don't, I don't, because I believe that's a part of. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're not paying for stuff. <laughs> right, it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys and gals, I'm not sure. <laughs> but I believe we're not really supposed to be paying for nothing. No right. way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so much confusion, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, moving to TV. Mm-hmm. Um... Euphoria comes on tonight. Yep. So, but the last episode was what was the last one? Was well, at the the fair? Yes. Ooh. The carnival, yeah. which the darkest, creepiest carnival I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was not the carnival. I was we like, went, what? We were riding rides and eating funnel cake. Okay, what? this girl had Molly and getting off on the <laughs> on the merry go round. My kids around her. Like, I don't think she realized it clearly. But I was like, is she? Did she just? <laughs> so, so there's a lot of things going on. Yes. So you got Jules. No. Yeah, Jules. Mm-hmm. And what's in Dan's role? Rue. Yes. They come to the carnival. Rue has a little sister. The little sister is doing her thing. We'll get to her. Yeah. Um, Jules is excited to meet Tyler. Yeah. Who she's been talking to online. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really talk about the dynamic between Rue, how Rue has feelings clearly. It's just yeah. kind of like, we're friends. Love you. Love you. Yeah. So one, the guy, McSteamy, I have to call him that because that's who he is to me. <laughs> McSteamy has a booth Apparently do it every year, chili, chili yeah. and she's like, "That's him," mm-hmm. and they have this exchange. It was very awkward. Yeah. Um, and then you have Rue's sister. <sighs> I think that really scared Rue. It did because she like, "Oh, I don't want you to end up like, like not trying to do." And she, her sister was high, but it's yeah. like, I think it scared her because she was like, I think she kind of really started to realize her influence mm-hmm. because it was like. Okay, now she's smoking weed. I don't want to go any further. Be Ryan. Yeah. And those little boys get on my nerves. Bruh. I would have smacked that one upside the head. Yes, because it was in Would you gonna you gonna dope out now? You gonna kill over now? I would have said, excuse I would have probably popped him right in the face. Right. But as soon as he said that, that's when the little sister was like, Ooh, too far. Like <laughs> she knew it was time for her behind to get up <laughs> and go on. <laughs> and then um the What's the angry boy's name? Um, Nathan. I think it's Nate. I think it's Nate. McSteamy's son. McSteamy's son. Um, his girlfriend. And is she Latin? He is Nate. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't. Her name was like Ferraria or something like that. I just wondered. I I couldn't. Anyway, she has on a very not a carnival. She got one attire. Her best fashion overfit. Best. At the carnival, yes. she, um, he doesn't. His parents doesn't like her, but she gets high and she gets worked up and goes over there, and calls mm-hmm. the mom a cunt, <laughs> which we know culturally for them is a really bad word. Okay, right. they yeah. do not like that. That is so offensive. <laughs> right. I don't really know why, but it is so offensive. So I know when she said that, I was like, ooh. <laughs> That's like the no-no. That's like the number one word. You can't use that word culturally. They don't like that. And so then he ends up kind of taking her inside, choking her. Mm-hmm. She He left bruises on her neck and everything. But it didn't seem like she was... I don't I, it kind of seemed like... I don't want to say she liked it. I but think, she didn't seem... Maybe it was shock. Yeah. I think it was shock and somewhat... Enjoying that she had that much power over him. I think, you know, Even yeah. Even though it was like. Kind of scary. I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. like he definitely has the strength and the yeah. ability to physically hurt her. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But yeah. anyway, the big part of this was when Jules finally met Tyler. Mm-hmm. Tyler's not Tyler. We Tyler's know. Nate. It's Nate. Right. Now, I was slow. I thought Nate, because he was watching those daddy videos and stuff like that, I thought he may have had the same attraction like his father. Right. And I thought that's what they wanted us to think So initially. I thought that's what this was. Yeah. However, comma, <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> apparently, and now when I say apparently, Sydney said this. <laughs> well, because I didn't see it. Because you asked me and like a couple other people asked me. I was like, me, is this? Because they is were this? confused by the What is he doing? And so you were saying that like. He's blackmailing her because he thinks that she's going to snitch about his dad and so he's like kind of trying to blackmail her which to me still doesn't completely make sense because how can she get child pornography charges for her own pictures that doesn't make sense to me but i heard that i believe and if you can that's wild i i I don't know if that's true or not yeah but i read something like i do know if you i have i believe i've read something where you can send it to another under another child, mm-hmm. under age, under legal, and it could be still considered child like, pornography. Isn't Nate has the same age as her? Or is he older? No, I'm saying like, if they're both under 18, yeah. even if she sent him a picture, it's, yeah. I do believe that's still considered uh, child pornography. Well, then that's what he's referring to. Because I do think, even if you send it to, like if a 16-year-old sends something to a 16-year-old, I still think they consider it child, child pornography. pornography. I believe so. Don't quote me, y'all. Mm-hmm. Google it. Um, so I was confused because I thought he actually liked her, but, but what you said makes sense that maybe he is blackmailing her. Cause he yeah. said like, if you say something, I'll release these, I'll get you arrested or whatever, which I do believe Jules at first because like, I don't, she was never, that was never her intent yeah. to. And even McSteamy, when he was looking through his DVDs, he noticed that one was missing, which I'm assuming is the one with Jules. And <clears throat> he was like, you know, please don't worry my family. Yeah. McSteamy said to her, she was like, that wasn't my intent. But I think it scared, the whole encounter scared Jules. And so I think hopefully she'll be more careful. I just yeah. still think it's weird to have a high school on Tinder. I think that is the wildest thing yeah. ever. But as easy as they could lie about their age, I get it. But yeah, like, I was I just like, like I don't like that. <laughs> like, this yeah. so make me want to have. 
I'm so sorry. That was so tacky and ghetto of me. Um, but this makes me nervous. Have kids, Lord Jesus. Yeah. My kids will be locked up. Um, Cause I just think about, and this is a quick side note, but like when I got my first email address, I think I was in like eighth grade and I had to lie about my age, but I was just getting like a Yahoo email address. These people lying about on Tinder and meeting up with people, like I would it's never. A stretch. Like it's too okay. far. I too would far. never. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring back to catch a predator. Cause when our time that was on, baby, right. and one I used to love watching that show I because. Did too. The little the girl, the decoy, be like, come in, I have cookies and lemonade. <laughs> it was always them cookies. I really, from, from a branding perspective, I really wanted them to release cookies. Like, that's I really, weird. I, I really Why wanted them. Why would anyone want to buy to catch a predator cookies? That's weird, Sydney. It was weird that it was always them coming in for cookies. <laughs> it was a snack. I've seen they had like salsa ones. They had different <laughs> snacks. Come in, have a snack. And so, D would come in. Get comfortable. <laughs> have um, a cookie. Eat a cookie. Have a lemonade. <laughs> Chris Hansen would come in with these things like, "You want to put that cookie down?" <laughs> like he would just always come in like with the smoothest one liner, and they'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> won't you put your bag down? Let's let's talk. Let's chat." <laughs> and, it, and what would maybe drive me crazy is when. The ones who actually sit and have the conversation. Yes. He's like, okay, well, we're done. Did you think he was going to just get up and leave and home? there was no police? There right. was no one? They would, they would think it was just going home. They, the they would get thing. up like, okay, well. Mm. Get my belongings. Right. And get on the ground. They would be like, I'll never do this again. Yeah, you'll be in jail <laughs> and on the sex offenders list. Right. Okay. Yeah. They need to bring back to catch a predator. Well, okay. he can't do it no more. I think he's in jail or something. He did some wrong stuff. I, a new host, but I think <laughs> the premise of the show, especially with all this technology, mm-hmm. I think is even more yeah. imperative. Yeah, because at that true. point, that was like online chat rooms. Yeah. Now kids, now predators can reach underage children on any of these apps. Yeah, that's true. Because like you can monitor your kid's page, but I mean at a certain point, if they're deleting conversation, you know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot if you don't yeah. instill in your your kids to what's important what's important and not to go down certain paths mm-hmm. but anyway crazy <laughs> my bravo moment will be brief okay i told you about the ashy candace penis her husband yeah one thing i want to say because i've talked to a few courts about it and it was like um and they kept talking about sexuality in such a one-sided way of i mean maybe he's just gay and i'm like and maybe he, i've said this before but i'm like and maybe he likes both. I yeah. realize generationally, because I'm yeah. talking about older cohorts, yeah. they don't see it the same way. Because no. I'm like, especially not for men. No, they, they don't. It's like society for some reason doesn't it's still, let them be by. Right. Now I was like, just let's say he did say it, and let's say he is attracted to men. That doesn't mean their marriage is fake. Right. That doesn't mean their sex life is fake. Right. That just means he likes vagina and occasionally a penis. Yeah. That's his business. That's her business. That's their business. Right. The irritation that I had about it is because they were making it seem like they were now switching the narrative of like, we're concerned about your marriage. No, you're not. You're being mm-hmm. messy. And I would respect them for just being being honest in the fact that you just wanted, to know, you wanted her to know and you wanted her to feel embarrassed about it. Yeah. Candace, you were not. You were holding on to this nugget. You couldn't wait to spill it out on the table. You have no regard for their marriage mm-hmm. or 
you know, them trying to have a baby. You could care. This is what I really want to talk about. At the dinner party when I was exploded, they did one of those things where the argument started like on a, two weeks ago and uh, the real meaty part was yeah. the following week. I yeah. hate when they do that. <laughs> so she, they ended up getting an argument and she was like, get out, get out of the house. So as she left, why did she come back in the house? And she was like, didn't I tell you to leave? She's like, no, I'll leave, but I have to say what I need to say oh first. Goodness. And I said, really? <laughs> if y'all get out the house. She asked you to leave and aggressively, like, Candace had a, a butter knife ready to, like, fling oh, it. Geez. Her husband came and, like, was holding her back. Like, it was a volatile get out. And she, gonna come and she came back and was like, well, I need to say what I need to say. Because you don't get to just say, you know, whatever. And I don't get to say. And I just thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So she left again. Why did she come back in the hospital? Uh, you know what? <laughs> this time it was another conversation kind of blowing up. And why is she back in the house? You agree. And she, came, she was like, so she was like, she was like, she said something like, "You're still here." Didn't <laughs> I leave? Right. It kind of got funny, but it's very disrespectful. Because, like, if that was my house, yeah. I definitely would have been pissed. Yeah. It wouldn't have been funny. But as a viewer, it was funny to watch her, like, leave, come back, leave, leave come back. back. Jesus. <sighs> so that's it. I want to keep it brief. Mm-hmm. I literally thought that was funny. But let me just say this. <clears throat> if you're in Casa Chanel, now when I tell you to leave, I mean it. <laughs> Don't you dare. Try to come back. Set foot back in my house after I told you. Because at that point, it's trespass. Okay, (laughs) at that point, I'm pulling the shotgun out. Because I asked you to leave. And you kept back, you stepped. The other thing is, if you lock doors, people would be able to. Well, yeah. So just. But they, you know, when when camera crews and stuff are there, I get it. And like, if you were having like a a function, I get it. Like, because I've been to functions where the front door isn't locked because people are coming in and out. Yeah. But that just helps, guys. When you're kicking someone (laughs) out, lock lock all the doors so they can't get back in, even if they want to. That's funny. Lord. Love Um, after lockup. I was going to be married at first sight first. Oh, is that on the radar, right? Yes. <laughs> married at first sight. Um, so Did they have sex yet? The virgin, no. This is annoying. I got to ask I don't think they'll have sex during the duration of this show. But we'll see. Really? I don't. Okay. I don't. But, um, so it's like the end of their honeymoon. Um, so Iris, the virgin... Um, and Keith, they've been, you know, just getting closer, getting to know each other. They were on the beach one day, and Keith, he, like, flung his hand, and his ring fell off. So, they had all the couples out there looking for his ring, blah, blah. I so, they're on the honeymoon together? Yeah. Oh, so, I know you haven't watched the last couple seasons. So, they do it a little bit different now. They give the couples time together. Oh, uh, so, like, so they're all at the same place. Yes. Okay. And so, like... Um, the bachelorette party and the bachelor parties, those are all the um, husbands together and the wives together. Oh. So they get to meet before they get married. Gotcha. Um, and then on the honeymoon, they like schedule like two outings for all the couples together. Mm-hmm. And then they have these scenes where it's just like the guys confiding in one another and the, and women. the women confiding in one another. I think they started that like two seasons ago. Just to give them the opportunity to speak with someone else that's going through what they're going through. I, I don't um, think that's a bad idea. So, yeah, because um, this episode was one time that all the couples were together on this. They went to, like, a stranded island or something like that. 
So all the couples were looking for the ring. Iris was about to like spiral out about him losing the ring, but he was like, it was it was a mistake. an accident, right? Yeah, blah blah. They found it though, so all was well, and she calmed down. But it was but an accident. It he wasn't didn't, like knowingly just take it off. No, it literally he like, and they showed it like he did. He threw sand or something, and then it went. It flew off. Yeah. So why would she get? Yeah, but and like they have this funny thing that I don't think they're gonna stick to, but they only I don't want to say argue, but they only bring up something that they want to correct about one another every other day. That's their agreement, which I'm like, that's a weird agreement. Is that for all the couples? Or just no, couples? just um, Keith and Iris. So every other day. <clears throat> If they have, if they have a thing, yeah, that's when they can speak about it, right? Which I think is weird because I'm be like, if if you had an issue today and we was out and we come home, but you don't speak about it because tomorrow, I would have rather you just spoke about it when we came home that night. Yes, but maybe that also gives a person a chance to really evaluate, like, is this a thing? True. Maybe because that's how I see. Because I does some, have the tendency to. Because yeah. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> if you're someone who can get easily annoyed maybe it's good to give you a minute to ask yourself again like does this really bother me mm-hmm. or am i just having a moment yeah, so maybe that's, that's why maybe i don't know i that's don't know realistic like long term though but i guess we'll see um and then jamie and elizabeth these are this is the um I'm trying to remember names now, as you can tell. You don't need to. It's just the basketball couple. We got the virgin, the right. basketball, and then the other one. That's the, other, the names. Other basketball it's virgin. It's four couples. What? We it's don't talk white, about. We don't. Well, you don't be talking about all That's four. That's why I'm of them. trying to do better about the names. I do talk about. All I don't them. want names. Nicknames are better. I think y'all agree, right? Right. See, they agree. <laughs> Man. Okay. Virgin Anyways. couple. Basketball couple. The the other <laughs> the the black other black couple is the woman that hasn't dated or been in a relationship with ten years. Lonely girl. So here we go. We got the we got the names. Got it. Virgin couple, basketball couple, mm-hmm. lonely girl couple. Cause and she's then, problematic. And then the brat, the one who. Oh, and daddy's girl. Yes. Boom. <laughs> These are good. I think we should the keep show these. Does give them similar names. I okay. think we should keep these ones. So, That'll help me remember. Okay. So you know the names now. <laughs> yes. So the basketball couple. Mm. Um, they have been doing well. They had a slight disagreement, which I feel like the one that was a basketball player. I feel like this was kind of um, like he didn't give the uh, the specialist or the therapist whatever. I don't think he gave them the clear perspective. But um, he was talking about, because he told them that he was done playing basketball. He was going to stay in Charlotte, settle there. He was starting a business there, blah, blah, However, But he brought up, they were at dinner, and he brought up, like, what if my agent gives, like, five, has another opportunity and brings it to me, and I go play basketball overseas again um, for, like, eight to ten months. And she's like, I don't think that's a good way to start a marriage. And she said, honestly, that would be a deal breaker for me. Because she's like, I didn't get married to someone for them to be gone for eight to ten months. That's a long time, yeah. especially in a situation where you're married to a stranger. Right. That's a long time if you dated the traditional way of, like, you met him, y'all dated for a year or two, and then got married, right. and the person had to do that. That's a lot. And the experts, they were concerned about that, and they asked him multiple times if that was a possibility, and he guaranteed that it was not. So he about so to him, mess himself up. Right. 
So him bringing it up now is like, mm, okay. But she was, because he's starting this business or whatever, and he's like, that will only be an option if the business is not successful because he's like, I still got to, you know, make money. And she basically said something to the tune of, I understand you're trying to start a business, so I understand that I might have to take care of things for now. But she said, I get that. Like, I'm understanding of that until your business is, like, up and running, functioning, whatever. Like, I completely get that. So, off camera, he had an issue with that because he made it, he felt like it made it seem like he was some broke boy and that he needed to be taken care of. <sighs> Man, <laughs> But that was not how she mentioned She it. was saying, I'm supportive. In the midst of you starting to get your business, mm-hmm. don't feel the pressure to run off and do basketball. Right. I'm here too. Right. I and tell she you, they just, hear what they want to hear. <laughs> and she was just like, I'm trying to be supportive because I don't want you to feel like you have to go play basketball. And She's like, because that's a deal breaker for me, I'm going to make sure that we can find Another any other way. solution so that you don't have to leave. She's like, so I'm not calling you broke. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm good. She's like, I'm not saying that you not that you don't have money. She's like, that's not what I'm saying. Someone <laughs> he's has like, an insecurity. <laughs> she's like, I'm just trying to be supportive. Someone has insecurity. Do that. Do that day. Okay. <laughs> So that was their first little spat, but they talked through it and seemed to, you know, get over it. But yeah, he just, he really felt like she was saying that he was broke. And he like, she's like, that's not what I meant at all. Tighten up, sunshine. <laughs> Tighten up. <laughs> um, so then Lonely Girl Couple, um, this is the episode where um, the husband told her that he was engaged two years ago. And she admitted that usually hearing that information, she would like, kind of start to spiral out but she tried her best not to which she did put in the effort not to she just like wanted to understand because he the it came up because he was he has a house and she had, owns a townhome and so she was like well, her living in a townhome hasn't been the best experience for her so she's like she doesn't have a problem moving to his house and so she was just asking about the house and he was like oh it's a four bedroom garage blah blah she was like oh you have a big house where it just be you and right. so that's when he was like, well... That was a potential, like, family home. Right. And so she was just like, oh, well... And then she started to ask questions like, well, am I just moving into your space? Or is it like, can we make it our space? Which I think that's a valid question. Um, when you're moving in with someone and they would already have been living there. I think that's a valid question because you want it to be your home together. Um, but she seemed a little bit concerned about it. And I feel like she's going to bring it up again later and, like, kind of use it to help her build a wall. But I think the only thing to discuss, if you even feel like it's necessary, is just to ask why didn't the marriage happen. Mm-hmm. And you have to leave it because yeah. that relationship don't have nothing to do with yours, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why sometimes I think it's cool when you just get a new place for the both of you. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. But I understand it. Because, like, even for me, like, if someone moved in here, that would be a very big adjustment for me. Yeah. I don't want to remove anything. I don't want to move anything. So, sometimes <laughs> I feel like it is better to if, just get a place if you could just get a place together yeah. so it's fresh for both of you. And rent out the place that you and already own. And rent out all the properties yeah. and make a little cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, then Daddy's Girl Couple, they didn't had another spat. Um, so she gets really bad, um, motion sickness. And so when they were going to the deserted island, it was really like the waves were rough. And so she was having a hard time and she like was getting a little sick. Um, but she made it there. So coming back, it was a little bit worse and she was having a hard time. So 
uh, and maybe this was a bad time to do it, but she was like, she felt like she was going to die. He said, well, um, is it too soon to get the marriage annulled? Jokingly. And she <laughs> did not take that well at all. Did, was he laughing when he yeah, said Yeah, he it? was laughing. Like, he was, it was obvious he but was But she was like, aha. That was an appropriate. <laughs> Side eye. She didn't even look up because she was like literally down on his legs, like trying to throw up. And she was just like, F you. You know, I'm tired of you. F you. Like, Ooh. she was pissed. And so, like, Ooh. as soon as the boat hit the dock, she got up off the boat. She's like, I'm done with this. F you. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't think I would have been. But maybe because she was so sick. That's she what, was. Yeah. She, her emotions were high. Yeah, so when they got back to the room, I think she actually did throw up. And he said that he knew she was feeling bad, but he didn't, he thinks he didn't realize it was that bad. And so he's like, okay, maybe it was a bad time to make the joke. And so she was just like, yeah, just know, like, when it's a moment like that, like, it's not a good time for jokes. And she's like, and I have a tendency to go off like that, which I'm like, well, you might want to work on that part. Like, I understand saying maybe not not a good time to make jokes, but that you're going to go off and say F you and run away. Uh, might be a room for improvement there because they're that's the couple that had the most spats thus far but i really think it's because like she's just such a brat like <laughs> she's just used to like every single thing being her way whatever she wants so we'll see but yeah that was it's pretty much the end of their honeymoon so they're about to you know go home figure out their living situations and get their new normal lives together figured out so we'll see how that goes this week and then love after lockup. Um, so I mentioned last week about the like thruple with the one guy. So I'm gonna say let's do nicknames again because yeah. <laughs> that helps me to keep up. Okay. So the thruple with the guy that so, was in jail. I got it. See that? Wife, when right. you got the nicknames, I know. <laughs> so um, she told him. I think I mentioned this last week. She told him that she kissed. His, his best friend, friend yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he called the best friend, He's and the upset. best friend actually denied kissing her. Oh, so he lied. Right. And so, but he was on speaker, and she was right there. She's like, I mean, I told him the truth. Just be honest. Like, just. At this point. Right. And so he was like, I'm done with you. Leave. And he went back in the house. And so, you know, she left. Um, and so then it fast forwards because his wife. Yeah, is about to have the baby, Lord. and he checks in with his parole every week. It's funny, I watched it with my dad this week, and so I had to give my dad a lot of the background. But um, he checks in with his parole officer every week, and on the day of his check in was the day that his wife was getting induced, mm-hmm. and so she had asked him to ask if he could leave the state to go be there for the birth of his child. Mm-hmm. But he didn't ask in advance. He was going to ask the day of when he went to see his parole officer. Well, that's not smart. And so she's like, well, first of all, you how you going to get here on time? Like, that's just stupid, blah, blah. So he started to feel guilty, and then he was just going to leave without checking in with his parole. And then, boy, be in jail again? So that's what the issue was. His mom was like, well, now that's just stupid. Like, she's like, I understand you wanted to be there for the birth of your child, but do you want to be there to be a father or do you want to be in jail? Like, and so the mom is outside trying to convince him like not to leave. Um, and she's like, if you leave, cause he's, I think broken parole like three times. So he's been in and out of jail since the first time he went to jail. She's like, if you leave this time, don't come back. Cause she's like, I'm tired of you putting yourself back in situations where you get back in jail or whatever. Um, so the episode ended in him driving off. So I think he's, gonna go try to be there for the birth of his daughter but he literally has 
GPS tracking. So I feel like it's going to start to go off after a certain point. But he said he won't cut it off, which I'm like, that's just even worse. Like, that's. Well, they can sense that too. There's yeah. sensors in it. Yeah. So. So you want to go back to jail, basically. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then I'll nickname this couple the crackhead couple. Oh, let's. <laughs> I feel bad. We got to give them another name. I don't know another nickname. Are they literally crackheads? So, the background with this couple, they got married, and on their wedding night, she wanted to go get some crack. And so she stole the rental car, she stole money, left her wedding ring, and went to get crack, and got ended up getting arrested again. Because she sold the rental car to get money for drugs. And so she ended up getting arrested again and get back in jail. So, <laughs> let's say like the drug couple. Okay, drug Crackhead, crackhead sounds so... She's so like skinny now that it's like, whoo, girl, you was in there. Let's just say <laughs> the drug couple. Okay, drug couple. So, she went back to jail. She was on parole. Now, she's off parole after having messed up the first time. So, they're celebrating by going to Vegas, which... <laughs> It's just like y'all just going back into the lion's den. Um, so I mean, this episode they just talked about her because the mom of the guy he did not want to meet her, especially after the crack stuff. She's like, I don't want nothing to do with her until I know that no drugs are involved. So they finally met, and she just was very adamant about that. Like, I do not have a problem building a relationship with you, but I need the drugs to be done with. I need the drugs to be gone. Right. Like, none of that. So the episode ended with them popping because she can drink now. They popped a bottle of champagne outside the airport, and they walked in with an open bottle, which I'm like, that's stupid too, but whatever. So they're going to Vegas, so we'll see how their Vegas trip is uh, celebrating her being off parole. Um, and then, what's a good nickname for this other couple? I don't know a good nickname. I'll just call her the redhead. Okay. Um, she's best friends with who she was bunkmates with in jail, mm-hmm. um, but her bunkmate... It was like she got out, I guess she got out on bail, but she's still facing up to 30 years um, because she did, she um, went to rob somebody, took her boyfriend and two other friends with her, and the other people shot the people that they were robbing and killed them. So because she like initiated the robbery, even though she didn't kill them, she's facing 30 years um, for it. And she actually got sentenced to 10. And so because they are best friends, she's the redhead, she's just having a hard time dealing with it because now she can't speak to her, she can't visit her or nothing because she's a convicted felon too. And, you know, they can't communicate with each other. So, so then why you take your friend to the... And then the friend, why you shooting people? <laughs> well, no, it was two different friends, not the redhead. It was just... It was oh, the other geez. guys. Oh, Lord. Um, now I'm getting confused. The red, she, they were friends in jail. This is they got they became friends after oh, the robbery. Oh, this after. So this yeah. is not the people she took to no, the robbery. No, no. All right, got this, it. They became friends after the robbery. So she's just having a hard time dealing with um her friend in going now serving ten years. And then the last couple was just the black couple. They just I I think they are there for fame because the mom for this couple she was on Dance Moms too. So this is her second reality show. Dance Moms. Yeah, she was one of the moms on Dance Moms. I'll have I to, used to watch Dance Moms. Yeah. That's what I'm like. And now she's on Who Mother's the heck is on Mother's on that? That's why I think she's just doing this for fame. Probably. But her husband, while he was out, got locked up again. He just got back out. And now her kids, 
they don't trust black men because their dad is black. No one knows where he been. And now the, her new husband is black and he going back to jail and stuff like that. So, She's white? No, they're all black. But they were living in Utah with all white people. So, so they I'm don't. Like, how do you just have that? I was just like, they don't have many experiences okay. with black That's people. That's when like, where that statement just, that's <laughs> why I was like, is she white? No, they're all black, but they lived in Utah. So like they didn't even, have, they had like one black friend, but that's it. So mm. their experiences with black men are limited and now they don't trust black men. And now men. they just feel like. They're all like that. So, interesting development. They're not all like that. They oh. all trash. <laughs> and not just black men either. Right, right. right. White, Hispanic, men are trash, babe. So, <laughs> buckle <Sorry>. up. <laughs> Alright, so, our question of the week. Would you rather spend your life with... Oh, I'm sorry. I do have to cut you off. Okay. I want to make it clear. Okay. If y'all start answering the questions, we're not gonna read y'all answers. I'm putting my foot down. I am. I even put in the comments, this is one or the other. <laughs> and the first one off. That's why read his thing, do not say his name. Y'all not gonna get <laughs> shout outs if you can't follow directions. This question pissed me off because I was like didn't I just put in there don't play games on this question just answer it and a couple of you still won't play games and I don't feel like they deserve a shout out keep listening but follow instructions okay look please I'm gonna end all that with a please all right so would you rather spend your life with someone you don't love or spend your life with someone that doesn't love you back? So, the first one, whose name I've been... Shall not be mentioned this week. You know who you are. <laughs> Follow instructions. All right. Um, they said plot twist. What if both options are you? <laughs> um... Uh, Reese P says, spend my life with someone I don't love. I don't love any of these hoes anyway. Okay. The next person put said, damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> hey, you're not going to answer the question. You're supposed to say, damn, that's a tough one, but. Like, what? We won't read their name either. Y'all going to follow this, you know what? I know the next week I won't care, but this week really bothered me. I was bothered. Tabby <laughs> uh, Renee said, with someone who doesn't love me. That seems... Ew. Darker Barry said, be with someone I don't love. As long as we can coexist and function, it won't be that bad, especially if he my sponsor. She's hip to it. <laughs> oh, snap. Ash is here, too. Said, someone I don't love. Strong like can be fun. With love, Raquel said, someone I don't love. You don't have to be in love for the sex to be good. Um... Ask Ron, Ron P. Podcast said, if love is only going in one direction, I'd rather be on the receiving end. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> Another one. <laughs> said, damn, both are tragic. <laughs> Follow up with your choice, guys <laughs> and gals. Um, Simply Aaliyah said, wow, this is hard. I've been in the first situation, though, so I'll take that. The second would just seem so painful. I couldn't live like that. Um, the modern day case said, oof, tough one. I'm going to go with someone who doesn't love me. 
who's to say I love them? I can work with like. You see how she said that was a tough one and then followed up. So yeah. I just want to give an honorable mention. And then on Facebook, yeah, I was about to go we had people again. who don't listen again. <laughs> and personally, we know them. So I really don't feel bad. <laughs> because, because, okay. So my aunt answered. And she did it correctly. Yeah. That is a hard one. <laughs> but, you see that? I'll take someone that I don't love. It doesn't mean I don't like them a lot. The other two <laughs> they both brought up factors money. of it depends on how much money. <laughs> Y'all gonna answer the question. <laughs> now I'm gonna answer the question. <laughs> I'd rather be with someone um, who I don't love. Me too. Because like, for me to be with someone I love and don't love me back... That's ext- I can't. That's mm-hmm. too painful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I probably would feel some guilt for not loving them back. Mm-hmm. But I would at least make them feel like I did. Well, I feel like I tend to love more. I tend to love others more than they love me, anyways. So, but how do you know? Because I just feel like sometimes you don't. But I. Just, <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just how I feel. Uh, so I feel like it would be nice and refreshing to feel the other way. To feel wanted <laughs> and yearned. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it would be nice. Touche. <laughs> All right. So our topic for today are reasons to take a break from dating. I think a lot a lot of times we talk about like being ready to date. Um, we talk about the kind of people that we prefer to date, but we never talk about like reasons that you shouldn't date. Um, and so I feel like it's good to just go over these reasons and like give our our perspective on the reasons um so one of the reasons is that a relationship can be re-traumatizing if you just came out of traumatic relationship or a breakup um and so it just says like getting into another relationship especially too soon um can bring up triggers from past relationships and you may respond in ways that aren't fair to the new partner um and i feel like that's valid because i feel like if you, especially if you know your triggers, I, I think those are things that should be communicated in a relationship just so that's like, yeah, work on your stuff, but just so that the other person can be mindful and like try not to intentionally do anything like that. But I think it, it, it would be best if you dealt with that ish before getting in a relationship. I agree, but I also know that like, like some things in therapy, my therapist will always say before she broke up with me. Um, let me be fair. She didn't break up with me, guys. My journey with therapy has come to a close. Right. But one thing she would say is, even when you're learning and addressing it, mm-hmm. the practice comes in living afterwards. So like, yeah. even so, I do think you should work through things, get yourself in a place. But as you mentioned, um. It will still be touch and go the first, like, relationship you get back in. Yeah. Because I feel like, especially if it was, the last one was really negative or really toxic for you. Mm-hmm. If this one is, it could be tough because you need to now make a move, like, mm-hmm. uh, sink or swim type of thing. Either you're going to tell them I'm not going to deal with this and walk away or you back in something toxic. Or yeah. the person, the relationship could actually be healthy and since you don't, don't really know how to deal with that, mm-hmm. you still could respond in a negative way yeah so but i agree to an extent i agree with you with the in regards to like letting your partner be aware Mm -hmm. um so that they can work with you on communicating where you'll take it better and then i also know that 
you know, because I do this, because I've done this as I've got past certain things. Uh-huh. Yeah. To just take your time, because I feel like respond and not react. I think yeah. that's how triggers show their colors when you just react yeah. Oh, yeah. instead of taking just a moment to respond. Because yeah. I feel like, to me, triggers <clears throat> causes you to do a gut reaction. Mm-hmm. Whether it's to cut someone off, or cut mm-hmm. somebody out, or whatever, pissed, or cry, or march away. Yeah. That's like your gut first reaction. And then sometimes it's like it comes to a place where you like, maybe I should stop for a moment, mm-hmm. not necessarily do my default, and talk it through before I make a decision on what to do. And typically, it won't be as harsh as a reaction. It still is a reaction, mm-hmm. and it still may it is still may mm, kick this out. It's still maybe you telling some person I don't like that or don't do that, but it's in a way better way. Yeah, it's in a way that can be better communicated. Because right. I feel like a lot of times when you're just reacting to a trigger right away without thinking about it, it. Your reasoning might seem a little irrational. <laughs> it came from their perspective because they're yeah. like, "What? I just asked you if you want to serve, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? The whole yeah. time you had an experience with a partner, a sir, uh, like right. you know, you never know. Yeah, it's always like the backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next one is that you're cynical about dating overall, um, and so it kind of refers me. To, <laughs> I was gonna say it refers me. to dating apps. And how um, some people feel like even like continually swiping and not getting the results you want can be kind of sadistic. Um, and so it, and it can make one cynical about the dating experience overall. Um, and so they were just saying they feel like if you're too deep in that cynical kind of perspective about dating, then it's probably good to take a break from trying to date, take a break from the apps, take a, date, a, a break from just dating overall. Look, I agree. I am personally on a hiatus because I was getting so irritated. Like, I've had a just multiple just, like, failures, and I definitely feel like I had an attitude of just, like, everyone sucks, this mm-hmm. sucks, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, everything doesn't suck, everyone doesn't suck, but because right. I know I'm there, I'm going to just chill. Like, I don't have any dating apps or whatever. And for me, it's like, I got the swipes, but as we got to know each other, it's like, nope. <laughs> Um, but dating can be tough, mm-hmm. especially if you have a certain boundaries or certain things, you you know, you're not going to compromise or mm-hmm. it can be tough. And at times you probably can feel a little negative and, and maybe not necessarily about yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause like there's a time and place where I would have internalized and be like, this must be you, mm-hmm. something wrong with you, sweetie, mm-hmm. I don't do that. Something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. However, at the end of the day, you're still without. So the feelings can be similar. Right. So yeah. like, like I know for me, like I definitely was getting cynical. I was like, all right, let's take a refresh. And like, even though I don't feel that way now, yeah. I even know like, I still don't feel the urge to re-download anything. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the urge to be like, chatting it up with someone and wanting to exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I want to, I will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I... I, know, I <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Dating is exhausting. Yeah. I, I think it's also exhausting when it's like, when you have a goal. You know, people that sometimes date without a purpose, it could be easy because it could meet, you know, anybody. If anybody. I was a go-with-the-flow type uh, gal, yeah. I could have my pick of the litter. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> in fact, 
it's to the point now, if I hear anybody say, if I hear a dude be like, you know, just try to go with the flow. Ah! Wrong answer. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day. But that does mean different things for different people. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not with me. You can say so many other things that go with the flow. You say go with the flow. Ah! Wrong answer. I I already know, I already know where you flow. Where you flowing all right. <laughs> and I ain't flowing that way. <laughs> Say it another way then. What's a, what a, what are all the different ways go with the flow means? Cause no, so some people when they say go with the flow, it could mean, Oh, I'm just trying to smash, but I don't wanna say that, so I'm just gonna say I'm going with the flow. Okay, that's an and so I'll give <laughs> you right. another. Others can say I'm going with the flow, but they do want a relationship, but they're not putting pressure on being in a relationship. That still means to me, as I said, to me, they still with that dumbass situation stuff. Because they'll flow right into that, too. I couldn't even get it out. I couldn't even get it out. Uh uh. That's an ant. Because if you want a relationship, just say that. To me, because it's not. First of all, oh, I, hate, I know, I, be, I know. Do y'all be tired of me? No, okay, thank you. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a relationship. Anybody say get married? I hate how people act like a, a boyfriend girlfriend situation. It's like we getting engaged. No, we are not. Why are people acting like that? Is some sort of like, oh my god, we really gotta work to get to that point. How? We were 13. I like you, like you, with my girlfriend. Okay. I mean, it was super simple then. I mean, I do agree with. That was really dramatic. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's the fact that why are people acting like you got to pre date before you date? Right. Yeah. Date, pre being in a relationship before your relationship? What is this? We're going to be married when we're 80? I mean, what is this? It is not that complicated. I don't believe it's that complicated. And person, one would think, and I know I'm wrong, so I know I'm saying this already. As you get older, oh. and as you know more of yourself. Mm. Well, that's the part. Yeah. That's why I said one would think, and I said, I already know I'm wrong. But the thought is, if you are doing more to just know who you are, not yeah. other people, know who you are. Yeah. To me, if everyone is putting in that energy in themselves and to know themselves, themselves yeah. then the dating process ain't got to be that crazy because you clear of your intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it don't be like that all the time. No, it don't. So. Um, okay, the next one is that dysfunctional relationships can prevent <clears throat> personal growth. And so it just talks about being caught up in any relationship drama can hinder other areas of your life. I don't, like, just before I keep going on this one, I feel like I don't necessarily agree with this one. Because being in a relationship, I mean, it may not be dysfunctional and it could add to your personal growth. So I feel like this is under, this is like saying if the relationship is dysfunctional, then it could hinder personal growth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So... Um, it's just talking about people can get kind of encompassed in being in a relationship and encompassed in one another's lives that they forget everything else around them and everything else falls to the wayside and they forget about their other goals. They forget about their fitness goals, work goals, you know, anything else because they're only focused on one another. I've seen that. Yeah. Um... I mean, I've done that before, like, especially if it's someone that 
it's like, oh, you want to go out on a date on Tuesday? No, I'm good. Well, I was supposed to do work or work out Tuesday night. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. I feel like, I mean, I don't do that no more. But in the past, it has been easy for me to just, like, drop what I planned on doing because I want to go see this person or go out with them or whatever. And it's not healthy because you have to, you, you should want to be with someone that helps you reach your goal. You should be want to be with someone that be like, oh, I know you're supposed to work out Tuesday night. Let's go out on Friday. Like, or someone that be like, oh, I'll come to the gym with you. Like somebody that's encouraging you to reach your goal. Right. Not or if they wasn't sure and you said, well, I was going to do such as night. They would be like, oh, okay, that's fine. What's the night you're free? Like, exactly. Just understand Not someone that's going to continually take you away from what you were trying to achieve or take you away from the people that were important in your life. Um, they should, you know, want you to continue to have those things for yourself. Well, you know, I'm always for, like, even if you're in a relationship, you should still have your own individual life. self and your yeah. own life. Yeah. I don't think you should ever put that much into someone else mm-hmm. where you don't have the things you had before. Yeah. Um, But I've always been a stickler for that. Like, mm-hmm. a relationship or a partner, life partner, whatever you want to call them, that just adds more value. It doesn't take over. Right. In my mind, it shouldn't take over. Mm-hmm. That's not how I would want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one says that you should take a break from dating if you're only dating to distract yourself from other things. Um, so it could be to distract yourself from hurt, um, from a previous relationship, or to just distract yourself from being lonely instead of being comfortable with loving yourself hey, and things of that nature. Whenever I mean, like, get off a horse just to get back under one, how would you get over people? It don't. Right. <laughs> Have we not learned anything from Insecure? <laughs> Both right. sides of the coin. You can't <laughs> F away her feelings. Right. Eventually, you got to feel it. And personally, I'd rather feel it up front than a year later to still be like, Mm-hmm. having unresolved issues with it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I agree. Deal with your emotions because I feel like the, and when I say deal with them, let them experience them. Don't mm-hmm. lock them in the closet, put it on the back burner. When I say just experience them fully because I feel like when you experience them fully, mm-hmm. that helps you to me to quickly, to quickly get to the healing portion. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can be up under somebody. Right. But I do think people... They, it's like they they extend the healing process by not actually just letting yourself it. just deal with it yeah. up front. Yeah. You distract yourself or you push it to the side and don't go away. Right. But now instead of maybe it could have taken you, I don't know, a couple months. Now it's eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're still thinking about the person. You're still doing the what ifs or whatever. When it's like maybe you should have just give yourself a moment and let yourself feel whatever you're feeling so yeah. that it could just naturally pass. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, when the next one is that um, if you're continually dating, you can find yourself getting caught up in um, similar situations, similar relationships, and repeating old lessons that you probably should have learned already. Is that um, what the article said? No, I, I threw that oh, in. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a sassy article. <laughs> I, I threw that in. <laughs> you probably should have learned. I said, ooh. <laughs> Um, but it just talks about how, like, you know, in the beginning of a relationship, you know, it's like the honeymoon phase and it can seem perfect. But then once you get deeper, you realize some of the things that, like, they do or the um, characteristics they have that you dealt with already. Like, and it's like, because you attracted the same kind of person. You ain't learned yet, girl. You ain't like learned the like ass full. When they be eating apples real loud. <laughs> and I don't like people eat food really loud. 
like that. Would that really stop you from dating somebody? <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> but on the inside, I would scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but I do agree with that because I feel like a lot of times, even when you're, you were in a relationship and the other person cheated on you and you broke up, I still feel like sometimes people use that as an excuse not to learn anything from that relationship. Because no one's perfect. So every relationship gives you something for you to learn from or grow from. And if you don't take the time to figure that out, you could be right back in the same situation and not understand why. Touche. Um, and so I, I do think there is something to like attracting the same kind of people um, if you don't understand what you're doing to get those kind of results. Do you feel like you attract the same type of people? I think I have in the past. I don't know what I attract now. <laughs> But in the past, I think I have. Yeah, I think I had, I used to attract people that they did the prolonged dating thing. <laughs> like I crossed my eyes at <laughs> that moment. Like I did. I think I did do that. Pre-dating. <laughs> right. Foolishness. <laughs> I Foolish. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like I did um, have. I did attract people that were similar to that in the past. I don't think I do that anymore. But like I said, I ain't dating to know. So. I don't, I don't know what I attract. <laughs> I don't know. They say you look, what they say, they look, you look for qualities. Like your father? No, and the parent you had the most trouble with. Oh. I've read that. Mm. So the parent, so everyone take a moment, think about the parent you had the most issues with. And it doesn't mean like it was nuclear war, but there, right. there, you could think about who's the one you had the most Issues with, mm-hmm. even through a minor, yeah. they say that they, as in psychologists and things, have said mm-hmm. that you look for traits that came from the part you, from the parent yeah. you had the most trouble with, because you're kind of looking to heal. You're still looking to heal, and mm-hmm. so they say you're looking to heal in your love life in that person. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being the case, if I think about myself. And past qualities of guys I've dealt with, I see certain similarities. Not necessarily, um, cause my difficult parent is a situation where it's not typical. Yeah, it's not traditional. So it's not traditional. Yeah. But they do have similar qualities, and it doesn't mean negative qualities, but yeah. they have qualities that are similar to my father. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I just always find that I always ask people, "Do you feel like if you think about the parent, you feel like you had the most?" Yeah, with mm-hmm. have you dated anyone who has similar qualities? That doesn't necessarily mean negative ones either, just qualities of that parent. Yeah, uh, for me, I don't think so, but I'll who's keep the, thinking. Who's on the it. parent? I'll keep thinking on it. Just whisper, we don't say out loud. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if there was one in particular, to be honest. I don't um, know, I gotta think about that. Marinate on yeah, it. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. And that's what I say, because sometimes it's not like deep deep stuff yeah. but they're saying that there's always one parent where there was maybe a situation that made you view them differently or maybe mm-hmm. some sort of conflict at some point in time or lack of understanding mm-hmm. that they were the one that parent for you I don't know mm. that's what the book was saying I mean, <laughs> that's, that's interesting what, that's what it was I saying because like I do think I have heard more often than dad but I think maybe the one you had the most issues with might be more accurate yeah that's interesting I like that um, and then the last one is just if dating or trying to date is just taking like a big emotional toll on you, like it's just time to take a break. Cause 
dating can be exhausting. Um, and so it's okay with just being single. Like, I think our society does, like, push the whole, why are you single? When you going to get married? When you going to have kids? Like, I think it always pushes that thing where it's, like, sometimes just, like, I don't know. I'm fine with where I'm at. I don't know when I'm going to have a relationship, and I'm okay with that for now. I feel like sometimes... And, even in, and I also feel like if people are trying to be okay with it, that don't help. It don't, yeah. Because yeah. for some people who maybe have a goal of marriage or children, as you get older, for women... Because, mm-hmm. like, for men, you may not want to have kids in your 40s, but you can, and there's not a thing. Mm-hmm. For women... um it's better, like there's better chances You're for less us, high risk, yeah. but it's still, it still, it can be concerning if you want to have children. Yeah. And so I feel like if some, if a woman is trying her best to just live her life and let things be, it's not helpful to be, we ain't gonna get married, we're gonna have kids every yeah. five minutes. That yeah, don't that help anyone to just live and be cool until whatever happens, happens or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I personally I don't like being asked. Me either. That Why are you single? We gonna bring someone home? Like, what are you? Like, when you gonna find somebody for me? I start. I do. I flip that. <laughs> like, my grandfather asked, like, "Are you dating me right now?" I said, "No, I would. I would love you to go find someone now." <laughs> right. Like, like bring somebody to me then. Right. How about that? <laughs> right. Find me a man. <laughs> His follow up was, "Well, there's these guys on the corner down the street. But uh, <laughs> I don't think they're your type." <laughs> And my follow-up was, you know your granddaughter. Of course they're not my type. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, I do hate that question. But I agree. Like, sometimes just take a break. Like, don't feel the pressure to date or to try to find somebody just because of what people are asking you. Everybody live your own life. I just think people be lonely. Right. Everybody want love. Even the people who be like, ah, everybody just wants affection. Yeah. And I think one, I think if people are more honest about that, mm-hmm. and I think I said this last episode, there's nothing wrong with wanting human connection. Yeah. Like, that's just part of our makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But doing the right terms, doing when you're ready, doing with whatever intent you want it to be, mm-hmm. just make it make sense. <laughs> Do you think there are any other times that you should take a break from dating that we didn't discuss? No, I really feel like that 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 did it. Yeah. Those were just the highlights. Yeah. Ultimately, I think, to me, taking a break comes in a place of, like, it's like the whole idea of Sandy doing the same thing over and over again and not getting the same, the same you know, yeah. expecting new results. Yeah. Sometimes taking a step back from any situation can just help you have a clear perspective on how to move forward. Mm-hmm. So you can do that with work, you mm-hmm. can do that with friendships, you can do that with just other life challenges, just taking a step back to reflect and then doing moving forward. Yeah. I feel like that's really what it is. It's just taking a moment to reflect, maybe getting new perspective. Mm-hmm. So then however you address it, whether it's dating, getting a new job, Telling your friend to fuck off. No, I'm just playing. I don't know. Hey, Whatever. It could be. Whatever. I mean, communicate why you're saying that. I mean, you don't, don't say that. Don't tell me <laughs> F off. But, you know, say it. You know. But the point is, is whatever it is, you're essentially just taking a moment, I think, to get a clear, a new perspective mm-hmm. to help you tackle whatever it is. Because yeah. doing the same thing and thinking things are going to change will drive you batty. Yeah. Yeah. Been there done that <laughs> well guys if you know that of any other times where you should take a break from dating or any other you know reasons that someone should stop dating let us know 
Um, you know, of course, pay attention to our Instagram throughout the week for all the content we like to share. We have some special things coming up this week, so just keep a lookout um, on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, if you have any questions, topics, suggestions, anonymous stories, etc., email us goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.